welcome to Fast Fiction. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown, and Jill came tumbling after. Jack and Jill. I just wish you hadn't done it. Jacqueline Preston looked at her mother with exasperation. I haven't seen her in 15 years and probably haven't got a thing in common with her anymore. Anne Preston shrugged and looked at her daughter defiantly. Maybe you haven't, but it doesn't mean we can't all enjoy a pleasant afternoon together. Fine, if that's the way it is, but I reckon it will be a big embarrassment. The older woman curbed her anger and spoke quietly and firmly. Like I said, I met Trisha in the supermarket. We got talking about old times. I told her you were back for the weekend and she told me Jill would be here too. A one in a million chance that you both come back home at the same time. And we thought it would be nice to have a little reunion. If you don't get on, what does it matter? You probably won't see each other in another 15 years. Seeing her daughter's tense profile, she went on defiantly. I really can't see why I can't have people I want in my own home. I always liked Jilly and her mother. In fact, if you remember, I was friends with Trisha Turner even before you two met up at first grade. The sense of this argument hit home and Jackie began to relax. Going over to her mother, she hugged her and planted a light kiss on her cheek. Oh, you're right, of course. Sorry, Mum. I guess I'm just a bit fragile with, well, with everything. Anne smiled and patted her daughter's cheek. Of course you are. And this is simply a little diversion. Now, why don't you pop upstairs, have a quick shower and change into one of your pretty dresses? Noting her daughter's scornful face, she added, or that nice linen pantsuit you were wearing when you arrived. You've just got time before they come and will feel so much better. I'll just make the tea and get out a few savouries. Jackie nodded her head and in quick, easy steps made her way up to the bathroom. There was little doubt that her mother was right about feeling better after a shower. It was working up towards being a warm day and her early morning run through the local park had left her feeling hot and grubby. Looking through her closet, she smiled grimly at the pretty dresses her mother had referred to and pushed them aside. Clothes she had worn as a teenager were hardly appropriate for a woman in her thirties, even though they may still fit. A pair of tailored pants and a brightly coloured top was far more suitable. She was just putting a comb through her hair when she heard the ring of the doorbell and moments later excited voices as the visitors made a happy reunion with her mother. Trisha dears, it's been Hello, too Jill. long. Hello, Jill. Jill. Oh, lovely, lovely, to lovely to see you. you. So good that you're back. Oh, it's been too long. How have you been? As she came down the stairs, she was surprised to see that her old school friend looked anything but old. In fact, she had hardly changed since they had gone their separate ways after university. And Jill's urchin face and slim figure was indeed enhanced by a pretty dress, Jackie noted with an inward smile as she followed the three women into the lounge. Why, here's Jackie now, said her mother with obvious delight as she ushered her guests further into the room towards the comfortable old chintz armchairs. No need to introduce anyone, is there? 
Jackie outstretched her arm to embrace Trisha Turner, noting with a little alarm that she had not aged as well as her daughter. Her face was lined and careworn, but her smile was bright as she exchanged a hug with Jackie, murmuring, "'How lovely to see you again!' As she seated herself, Jackie turned to Jill, who was looking at her intently. Hi, Hi girlfriend. You, you haven't, haven't changed, changed a, bit. a bit. Both women laughed as they spoke together and exchanged their own hugs, with Jackie adding, And I bet you could still fit into your old school uniform. Jill's eyes twinkled as she replied with a grin, <laughs> Well, yes, I can, although it's a bit tight in the chess department. And it doesn't do much for my fashionista alter ego either. What a delight it is that you are home the same time as Jackie. And Preston chatted on. It must be what? How many years that we were all in this room together? The four women began to think back with their own way of working their memories through the years. Their anecdotes spanned back to grade school, secondary and then on to university, where the two school friends had split for the first time. Jackie enrolled into science and Jill into a humanities degree. So it was the day of both your graduation, said Trisha. I remember coming here for the joint party we put on for the girls. She turned to Anne. You outdid yourself with the catering. I remember it was a magnificent spread for what, 20, 30 people? Anne smiled. It was 40 actually, and yes, it was rather an effort. But it was a special day for all of us. Her eyes went to the two younger women. Your father's too. They were both here then. There was a moment quiet reflection for the two men now missing out of all their lives. Trisha a widow and divorced now for over 10 years. Talking of a magnificent spread, I'll go and get our very humble morning tea, said Anne gaily as she got up. Then, cautioning, the young women said, No, 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 you two stay here. I'm sure you've got lots to catch up on. Well, so have we, said Trisha, getting up and following. So I'll come and help, and you can fill me in with your gossip. I believe you're a CEO or something grand in that employment agency you joined when you returned to the workforce. Jacqueline and Gillian looked at each other quietly before both bursting out into laughter, then fell quiet, suddenly very conscious of the years between them. Well, you go first, said Jill. No, no, you're the guest, I insist, said Jackie firmly. So, in 50 words or less, just what have you been up to in the last 15 years, Miss Turner? A wan smile crossed Gillian's face. Well, let's see. Five years teaching in a private girls' school up north, marriage in the same town to a lawyer for another five, and the last five back to teaching in a state school out west, and then a transfer here, back home, about to begin next term. How did I go? She smiled mischievously at her friend. Jackie did a quick calculation. Well, you've got three words spare. I'll save them. How about you? Jackie's face clouded over. Similar, but different. Ten years working with CSIRO, the first ten in Sydney, the last five travelling to major cities all over the world, still based in Sydney, but now about to be based here in Brisbane. You have twenty more for your personal life. 
What about marriage? Kids? Jackie's face darkened even further. A little more complicated. Partners, yes. Marriage, no. And we have a new dog now, Churro. He's an absolute angel, but my goodness... The sound of crockery and chatter introduced the two mothers back into the room, and conversation resumed into a mixture of small talk and memories, with most of the conversation being directed towards the early days of the two girls at school. <laughs> I still remember your first attempts into drama, laughed Anne. Oh, yes! Who could forget the Jack and Jill going up the hill, joined her friend with eyes gleaming with merriment. I think it was the second grade Christmas breakup. You both decided to dramatise the nursery rhyme as a Laurel and Hardy duo. Yes, but somehow Jackie turned Laurel Hardy into Charlie Chaplin and genuinely fell over the walking stick. Anne caught her daughter's eye, happy to see that she too was laughing at the memory. All four shared in the fun, as the childish pranks were revealed again after being forgotten for so long, any awkwardness now buried in warm friendship. All too soon the room became dim as the afternoon sun gave way to dusk, and looking at her watch, Trisha suddenly started. Oh Lord, look at the time! We really must be going. We left our dog, Churro, in the laundry, so as not to annoy the neighbours with his barking. I must go home and give him a walk before it gets too dark. She looked at her daughter. No, dear, you don't have to come, so long as you don't mind walking home. Or maybe Jackie can give you a ride. A quick glance for confirmation. I assume you have a car? Jackie nodded. Sure, that would be good. She looked towards her friend. As a matter of fact, I was going to suggest we take a walk down to the corner bistro and share a wine for old time's sake. Jill's eyes sparkled. The grotto? Is it still there? Oh my God, we must have spent half our student allowance in there. And we were told most of your pocket money was used for buying books, her mother said in mock severity. Farewells were made with promises to meet again. And ten minutes later, the two young women were walking in comfortable friendship, arm in arm, down the tree-lined street. A decade and more had melted away, their fifty words of backstory quickly expanding into deeper confidences. Happily finding their old, familiar booth in the bar, the friendship rekindled even further, as they shared first memories, then the highs and lows of their recent life. So what's the plan now? asked Jackie, sipping at a cold, crisp wine. I'm guessing you're not going to live with your mum. Jill smiled. No, as a matter of fact, although she didn't mention it, she's dating again. A rather spunky medic who has been treating her for a severe bout of influenza she contracted during the winter. Oh, she's much better now. And if I didn't know better... I would go so far as to say she was a malingering patient, long after the fever had gone. He's about to retire, and I think they're even talking of marriage. She sipped her own wine and said meditatively, I'm afraid it's a bed sitter for me. Teacher salaries have never kept up with inflation. How about you? Well, Mum's not dating. She's not the easiest to live with. Oh, she's fine while she's getting her own way but she brings all that corporate management home from the office. Anyway, she's very happy with her life as it is. Jackie hesitated. One of the reasons I'm home is that 
Along with other things, I'm just getting over a long-term relationship. Seeing Jill's reaction, she said, No, 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 I'm not upset. The breakup was coming for a long time. Since the beginning, in fact, we, we weren't really suited. Just two lonely people. She put her hand into her shoulder bag and pulled out a wallet. Withdrawing a photo, she tentatively handed it over to Jill, her eyes scanning her friend's face. Jill took it casually, then stopped and stared. The picture showed Jackie with a tall, strikingly attractive woman who was looking at her adoringly. Jill smiled gently at Jackie as she gave the photograph back. Well, she looks as if she would have made it last. Jackie took a deep breath. What she wanted to say was that all the relationships she had ever had had finished up much the same way. Instead, she changed the direction to her friend. What about you? How come your marriage didn't last? Now it was time for Jill to take a breath and delve into a past that had been painful and still was. I was very lonely when I went up north to my first teaching job. The lifestyle was so very different and I missed mum and dad. And you, she faltered. Going on quickly, she said, I had what should have been a brief romance with the, lo with the local Romeo, only to find he wanted it to last longer, much longer. Eventually, even though I had doubts at the time, he wore me down and, and we got married. He didn't stop his romantic ways, but it was always with other women, even though he constantly insisted he loved me and even wanted kids. Jill's voice had grown small. Well, I guess that's pretty natural. He loved you and wanted a family and... No, it wasn't quite like that. I had a marriage within the first few months and... Jill hesitated. Oh, oh, how dreadful for both... No, that's to say he wasn't upset, especially when he found it was a girl. In fact, he virtually said it was a relief and that we could try immediately so that we could have a son. All he wanted was a boy. You see, all his mates had sons and he wanted to prove he was a man's man like them. Oh my God, that's so old school. That's, well, that's... At least he was honest. I just wish he had told me before we got married. Anyway, I couldn't even pretend to love him after that and we broke up soon after. So you've been alone ever since? No, not quite. Jill had a strange look on her face, a sort of teary smile. I tried a few relationships and then she hesitated before adding, I'm afraid I simply stopped pretending. She extended her hand and put it on Jackie's. Like you, I switched genders. The two women stared at one another for a moment, really looking at each other as if for the first time. You mean, I guess so. Did you know? When we were growing up, I mean. Jill smiled gently again. No, but then I didn't know much about anything back then. I mean, you always took the lead in everything we did, and, well, I just followed. Quickly, she extended her hand again. Oh, I was always happy following you. Just being with you was enough. Jackie found herself grinning and clasping Jill's hand. Oh, me too. With you, I mean. Almost immediately after we went our separate ways, I realized how special you were. I didn't just miss a friend. I, I suddenly realized I, I suddenly realized how much I loved you. Yes, me too.
Jackie felt herself go numb. Then slowly, quietly, she said, What I'm saying is that I loved you, but not just as a friend. It seemed as if everything stopped when Jill said, Yes, me too. The two women looked at each other in disbelief, but with a growing sense of understanding creeping between them. Finally, Jackie said, I've just signed a contract on an apartment near the city. Jill answered lightly, How lucky, because I haven't begun looking yet, and I've been told city apartments are almost impossible to get. Yes, I I was uh, lucky. It's quite large too, so perhaps... Yes, yes, I would love to. When do we move in? Jackie was staring at her, obviously lost for words. Jill smiled demurely. Oh, I thought you would never ask. But it's up to you, she chuckled. (laughs) You know, you've always been the decision maker. Jackie clasped her hand again, then in a purposefully deep voice said, Well, I guess we go back to my mum's and pick up my car. Then drive you back to your mum's so that you can pack and and then we take it from there. A short while later, walking leisurely back with arms entwined around each other, through the lamplit tree-lined streets, the two young women barely spoke, simply savouring the change in their relationship. As they got to Anne's house, they saw her standing at the door, a big smile on her face. Hi girls, what great timing. Your mum's just come back with a couple of pizzas, Jill. As she spoke, Trisha came to the door too and waved. Come on in, the two of you. Let's eat them while they're hot. We can open a bottle of wine later. The girls stared at each other. Do Do you think think they knew? Dunno. A furrow came on Jackie's face. You know, it's funny. I always used to think Jack and Jill were brother and sister, but Mum always used to say, only if you want them to be. Jill clapped her hands. Oh, yes. And my mum said exactly the same thing. She turned towards Jackie and kissed her lightly on the cheek. Okay, Jack, let's have another go at climbing that hill together. Whatever. And wherever it is, and let's make sure we don't tumble down this time. And with that, the two young women walked into the house together, neither aware of the knowing looks exchanged by their mothers as they followed, both blissfully happy that their daughters were finally on the same path together. You have been listening to Jack and Jill, written and performed by Brianda Cross.